the good thing about this part of the year is that it's when the year starts flying by. My favorite month of the whole year, October, is so soon. Today, by the way, is Monday, September 14th. We have two weeks until October and just 14 weeks until Christmas. Hi and hello. You found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. You can think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams, and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I am so glad you're here. I haven't yet read Knox McCoy's book, All Things Reconsidered, but now that I'm done with the Harry Potter series, that is next on my list. It got me thinking about opinions once strongly held that aren't so strongly held anymore. Growing up, I hated tomato anything. I didn't like salsa or spaghetti sauce. I put mustard on my french fries and I always refused to eat the fresh off the vine tomatoes that my grandpa grew in our backyard every summer. But sometime in college, when I was a vegetarian eating a lot of french fries, I fell in love with Heinz ketchup. I have a few strongly held food-related opinions. I think that kiwi skin should be eaten. I don't think that vanilla is plain at all, and I actually get mad when people describe vanilla as plain or boring, because it's very flavorful, actually. And I think Heinz ketchup is the only tomato ketchup worth eating. I do want to say that I only recently learned that there are different kinds of ketchup. I thought that all ketchup was tomato-based, so I thought it a little silly that the Heinz ketchup bottle says tomato ketchup right there on the front. According to cooksinfo.com, there are many different kinds of ketchup. Two of the oldest are walnut ketchup and mushroom ketchup. These have now been joined by more exotic ingredients such as mango ketchup and Barron's banana ketchup, which is made in St. Lucia, and I'm super bummed that I missed that while I was there. Anyway, I went all of my childhood avoiding ketchup, But then one day in college, I decided to start trying foods that I thought that I hated. Yogurt? I ended up loving yogurt. Onions? I still hated them, but I have since come around to those in the last year. And ketchup. And I decided, great if it's Heinz, not great if it's not. One of my favorite essays that Malcolm Gladwell has ever written for The New Yorker was The Ketchup Conundrum. And if you've ever read his book, What the Dog Saw, that essay appears in that. Basically, Gladwell wonders why there are many iterations of different vinegars and mustards and spaghetti sauce, but Heinz has a huge corner of the ketchup market, and most other brands of ketchup are just subpar copies of Heinz. Not much is known about the origins of ketchup. In 1727, the first printed ketchup recipe appeared in The Complete Housewife by Eliza Smith in England. It used anchovies, onions, vinegar, spices, and lemon peel, but no tomatoes. It appears to have been people in Maine who first began using tomatoes. In 1814, the first recipe for tomato-based ketchup appeared in the Universal Receipt Book. By 1834, the first commercial tomato ketchup was made by Bunker & Co. New York. They began to sell commercialized tomato ketchup in the UK, but they were encouraged to rename it tomato chutney so that people wouldn't get it confused with mushroom ketchup. In 1872, a three-year-old company called Heinz Noble & Co. introduced their ketchups at the Philadelphia Fair, both walnut and tomato ketchups. In the 1880s, they patented their now-famous label and bottle. By 1896, New York Times wrote that ketchup was the national condiment of America. 
Not bad for something that was only invented 82 years prior. Gladwell goes into this in more detail, but basically the reason why Heinz is the best tomato ketchup is because it was engineered to hit all five senses in perfect balance. Our perception of taste is made up of five separate sensations, sweet, salty, bitter, sour, and the elusive unami. There are many sauces that cater to one or two of these senses, but almost all fail to hit all five. Remarkably, Ketchup is one of the only foods on earth that does. In Heinz, since the 1800s, being able to commercialize the process of replicating an identical formula for every individual bottle of ketchup, no matter the tomato crop, they defined what tomato ketchup should and should not be. I'm just a little bummed that I went my whole childhood without it. French fries and mustard instead? Ugh, how sad for me. Speaking of sad, when Chris graduated from college, we bought a roadside attractions book and decided to see as many of the things in the book as we drove from Indiana to California. We made a stop in Collinsville, Illinois, to see the world's largest ketchup bottle, which, much to my disappointment, was neither a bottle nor filled with ketchup. It was simply a dilapidated, empty water tower painted to look like a large bottle of ketchup. I do not think that this should hold any titles of distinction except maybe world's only water tower painted to look like a ketchup bottle. Like 20 years after seeing it, it still makes me irrationally annoyed. (laughs) Do you ever have fantasies about what you would do if you suddenly had billions of dollars? Like Bezos kind of money? I do. And on my list is to buy this water tower and actually fill it with ketchup. Or if I felt particularly petty and structurally that that couldn't be supported, I would simply buy a bigger water tower somewhere else in the world and paint that to look like a ketchup bottle so the original one would have to change its tagline to the world's second largest ketchup bottle. That's, now everyone knows how petty I am. Okay, I have to pause right here to spotlight our newest sponsor, Upper Room. The Upper Room is a Christian organization that publishes books and magazines that produce programs to support the spiritual life of Christians around the world. The Upper Room is best known for the Upper Room Daily Devotional, which is published in 35 languages and is available in more than 100 countries. I remember seeing them for the first time when I was a new Christian at my Christian college. We kept them in our common rooms for students to use. Let's face it, setting time aside every day for daily devotionals isn't always a top priority for busy parents, and the Upper Room knows this. Their daily devotional guide provides daily inspiration, daily community, and daily prayer. It's the only Christian interdenominational daily devotional magazine written by their own community of readers, ordinary people, people who have encountered God in daily situations. The Upper Room has over 80 years of history and 5 million readers around the world. The Upper Room is here for you every day through your email, a custom app, and a printed magazine. You can enjoy a free 30-day trial of their email or app service by visiting upperroom.org welcome. That's U-P-P-E-R-R-O-O-M dot org welcome to get your first 30 days free. I just signed up myself to check it out. I can't wait to hear what you think. And now back to the show. Okay, speaking of records and ketchup, a few years ago, I was reading an article on world records that could probably be beaten pretty easily, and on that list was drinking a bottle of ketchup with a straw. 
The Guinness World Record for drinking a 14-ounce bottle of ketchup through a straw is 25.37 seconds. The record is held by a man in Dubai named Nesh Shivnath Upadhyaya. This isn't the only record he holds. No, no. In fact, Dinesh has broken over 120 Guinness World Book records, including fastest time to peel and eat a grapefruit, most grapes eaten in three minutes, and most oranges peeled and eaten in three minutes, and most records held by one individual. Also, <laughs> also, I'm cracking up because my life, I totally forgot that I once broke a world record. And just now I had to Google myself to confirm all the details. The year was 2008 and my friends Melissa and Chris and I ran Flash Mob Austin, which was a group that would do monthly flash mobs all around Austin, Texas. Our first event was a surprise pillow fight. We did a live Where's Waldo search at a festival. We did a live-in at Ikea. And on the 25th anniversary of the Thriller video, we participated in Thrill the World, which was an attempt to break the world record for most people dancing to Thriller in one place. We had teamed up with the local theater and the Alamo Draft House, and one other instructor and I ran rehearsals for weeks, and I got the long center to let us use their giant patio to host the event. The day of hundreds and hundreds of people and the Guinness World Book proctors showed up. They had a ref stationed for every 50 people, and if memory serves me right, they filmed from above to verify that all the registered dancers actually danced. In the end, we smashed the previous record set by 147 English school children when we had 881 zombie dancers show up. We held the record for nearly a year until 13,597 people broke the record at a festival in Mexico City in 2009. Their record still stands. But for a little while, that record was mine. And what's really funny is that something this remarkable had slipped my mind. I mentioned that I recently unearthed my journal that I kept at age 25. And in that, I wrote, At halfway to 50, I am leading a life of mediocrity, hiking up that hill of old age. I just fear that one day I'll wake up and realize that I'm 40 years old and I still haven't accomplished anything and I still haven't done anything that I'm proud of. I helped 800 people break a world record and I forgot. I think that says something. That if I had to count things that I'm most proud of, breaking a world record isn't even in my top 10. Being a professional actor for a number of years isn't on that list. Speaking at big conferences isn't on that list. I am proud of Texas Style Council, which is the bloggers conference I ran from 2010 to 2015. When I think of what came out of that, like the different businesses and the friendships and relationships, I am so happy. I'm proud that I made it through the baby and toddler years of my children. No one had prepared me for the sleeplessness and the relentlessness of motherhood. I'm also proud that Chris and I are still married despite shipwrecking our marriage. I'm proud that I can sew something if I need to, that I can bake something if I need to, and I've learned to be comfortable in my skin. I'm proud of this podcast community, how we show up for each other. And I'm proud that Lucy asked me if I could teach her the thriller dance one day. It just gives me so much delight. But breaking a world record? Nah, it's not on there. Real quick, today's good time, good deal is that Walmart Plus has a 15-day free trial. 
Walmart Plus is Walmart's yearly membership answer to Amazon Prime. It will be available starting tomorrow, September 15th. Walmart Plus will get you free unlimited delivery, Walmart Scan and Go, which allows customers to shop and check out using their smartphones in the store, and you'll save five cents per gallon at most Walmart and Murphy gas stations. Walmart Plus will cost $98 a year or $12.95 a month, whereas Amazon Prime costs $119 a year or $12.99 a month. That means the Walmart Plus annual membership fee will be about $21 cheaper than Amazon Prime, and that means it pays for itself in about two deliveries, with more benefits rolling out soon. I haven't tried it yet. We're not big on Walmart in our family, namely because there isn't one super close to our house. But for a lot of you, Walmart is your place. If that's you, make sure to try Walmart Plus and let us know what you think. If I still lived in Seymour, my little hometown in Indiana, where I went to Walmart every day, sometimes twice a day, I would be all about this. Our community challenge this week is to clean out your fridge. I'm giving this community challenge because I really need to do it myself. I am talking wipe out the drawers and the shelves and maybe even do a freezer audit. Tag your photos with TBTW Challenge, and I will send a prize to anyone who has walnut ketchup in their refrigerator. <laughs> walnut ketchup. I need to check Walmart delivery to see if they can bring me some of that. I am so curious about it. Okay, friend, that is it for today. There are some links in the show notes at todaybytheway.com slash episodes, and that's also where you can find the link to My Internet Besties, which is our amazing Facebook group. There's still some time to leave your voicemails on the Instagram account at Today By The Way because I only got a few messages for our subscribers only teacher episode. This will be going out on Wednesday's email. So if you want to leave a voice memo on our Today By The Way Instagram account sharing about a teacher who had an impact on you, there's still time. I would love to hear your stories. We would all love to hear your stories. And honestly, community episodes are some of my favorite episodes. It is Monday. I'm excited about this new week. I am so thankful you chose to spend a part of your day with me. Today is a new day and friend, I am cheering you on. Walnut, walnut. (laughs) Not walnut plus. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) That means that the walnut Oh my gosh, I keep saying Walnut Plus. Oh, thank goodness they're not an advertiser. (laughs) That means... (laughs) That means the Walmart Plus annual membership... (laughs) Get through this, Abs! Come on! (laughs) It's not funny.